Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Hooked on Sports here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasting streaming services. My name is Sean Flynn, and thank you so very much for this special episode of Hooked on Sports. So, we don't have anything going on in the world of sports today. Major League Baseball is at the All-Star break. The NBA offseason is beginning to wind down a little bit in terms of the activity. Same thing with the National Hockey League. So it leaves us one major, major sport to discuss. And today, we will officially begin the preparations for the 2023 NFL season. We are 50... Today is Wednesday, July 12th. So we are 57 days away from kickoff and 214 days away from crowning the next Super Bowl champion at Super Bowl 58 in uh, Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. So, and as we do every year on Hooked On Sports, and this is the fourth annual uh, special of this kind, bec- uh, of this, and we officially begin our preparations for the season by power ranking every division in the National Football League by the strength of their defenses. So, without any further ado, I think it's I think it's best to start going over everything right now, as we're gonna rank each of the divisions eight to one in in that order from from weakest defense uh, weakest division by defense to uh, to strongest division based on defenses and. Everything is on the table in this one. When you look at defensive lines, linebackers, stars, uh, secondary help, coaches, it is going to be all there for 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 the discussion in today's podcast. So, so so we'll start at the bottom with number eight, the weakest division by defenses in the NFL, and without question, it's the NFC North. And uh, and there there are defenses that 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 are still trying to uh to get get their racks together like the Chicago Bears who went on a big a big splurge in free agency bringing in linebackers the Lions are getting younger uh, are getting a little bit younger defensively the the Vikings began um a, a, a year one of a massive reconstruction of their defense and also brought in. My guy Brian Flores to be the defensive coordinator for the Vikings, so so th- th- those three are are in transitions. But in my mind, the best division in the division in, in that uh, best defense in that division, without question, is the Green Bay Packers, and uh, and th- th- there are there are pl- plenty of guys who I think uh, can have outstanding seasons and. And and I'm looking at their uh, their second team All Pro corner Jair Alexander, who is going to be the star of that defense. And and look, Jair Alexander is going to need a big year uh, and uh, something do a uh, replicate uh, something close to being replicative of of last year, where he was one of the four or five best corners in the National Football League and. And and I think uh, the the cornerback trio as a whole I think is going to be excellent when you look at um, when you look at Eric Stokes when you look at Russell Douglas I I I think the 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 corner ta- uh, corner trio uh, is going to be a is going to be a huge strength for Joe Barry's defense uh, in Green Bay 
Is that, but 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 now the, the I think the question to uh, in my mind is is going to is going to be about the defensive line because they, they they lost a bit of depth on the defensive line. They lost um, Jaron Reed to Seattle. They lost Dean Lowry to Minnesota. So so I, so that so they drafted Lucas Van Ness, a, a guy that a lot of people had with second round, uh, with a grade in the second round of the NFL draft with their with their first round pick. It, it was a very uh, interesting decision by Brian Gutenkist. So, but but I I think it, it's going to be fascinating to see what what Van Ness can provide. He he was a pretty athletic linebacker, and now how's it going to translate into? Into the NFL, we're gonna we're gonna have to see and and find out about that. And, and then in terms of the in terms of the safety position, Darnell Savage was clearly the no, the number one, and and the Packers needed the replacement for Adrian Amos, who went on to sign with his buddies Aaron Rodgers uh, and Alan Lazard with the, with the Jets. So, so so Jonathan Owens, and yes, the, the Jonathan Owens who is married to Simone Biles. Uh, yeah, that that one. So uh, he, right now, he he, to, in my mind, he is the favorite to be the uh, be this uh, the, the the safety to play alongside Darnell Savage. Uh, in in Green Bay for week number one. So it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be big for for Jonathan Owens to have a good training camp because in in my mind, the Packers are gonna need it if they're gonna have any shot of. Of go of going to the playoffs in the first year, post Aaron Rodgers, and, sp- and speaking of the Bears, I, I want to talk about the the Bears for for uh, for a couple of qu- a quick moments in terms of how they stack up defensively, and and and, and w- w- when Ryan Poles took over the job uh, the job as the general manager, and he, he knew he was going to have to build a defense from scratch and. And, and and I and I think he I think he uh, he did uh, he did okay uh, actually this off season bringing in T J Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds uh, both are studs at the linebacker position and they and they also added corner depth by drafting Tyreek Stevenson in the second round and he, he, he he's going to be a starter uh, in, in in my mind so. So, so so having some uh, depth in the secondary, I I think it's going to be uh, is it, going to be key here for for the Chicago Bears. But 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 very little to write home about when when it comes to their defensive line. Very little uh, to oh, to write about when it comes to their uh, edge rushing group. That I think those groups are going to remain near the bottom. Uh, of the NFL ladder in terms of how all all of them them rank up, so the so the Chicago Bears are are are, are right right there, and and then and then the Lions and I, I still think uh, that they they are rel- relatively uh, weak overall. I do think that they they are better and 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 they're gonna uh, come in as a completely different unit. So because because you 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 figure you're gonna have seven new starters, um, uh, you're gonna have actually four new starters on the defense. That they they brought some guys back to to, uh, to shore up some depth. When you look at Charles Harris and Alex Anzalone at the edge rusher and linebacker positions respectively. So um, but 
but but in in reality though, this this is the Aiden Hutchinson show Hutchinson show in in Detroit, and, and Aiden Hutchinson was the runner up to Sauce Gardner for Defensive Rookie of the Year, and and, and he he showed a lot of flashes uh, of of future dominance in the National Football League. So uh, I I I should be you should be very excited for what the Chicago Bears are the what the Detroit Lions are going to do here um, in terms of building up the culture with with Dan Campbell. And then there's the Vikings. And the Vikings were uh, were completely exposed by Daniel Jones in the playoffs last year. So they, they, they let go. Uh, they, they, they brought, then they bring in Brian Flores to take over the defense. But so, but they they lost to Darius Smith. They lost Eric Kendrick. So two uh, two uh, Darius Smith was there for a year, coming over from Green Bay. Now he's with the Cleveland Browns, and then Eric Kendricks is now signed with the Chargers. And that and the, I I like that I like that they they brought in guys like Marcus Davenport. I like uh, Byron Murphy. Byron Murphy is going to be their, their number one corner. Uh, the season, so it's going to be, uh, uh, it, it's it's going to be a, an uphill climb for them. But but I think the fact that it's Flores that's coaching up this defense, I think brings uh, brings a little bit of hope here for for, for the Vikings. That if if they if they're going to make the playoffs, they're going to have to win a game or two with their defense and. And I think the wor- and the Vikings have the worst defense in the worst division in the NFL, unfortunately, which is why I, which is why my my stock level on the Minnesota Vikings this season is is low in terms of making the run to go to the Super Bowl. Number seven is the NFC West, and San Francisco's defense, the San Francisco 49ers, are the reason this is not. Uh, this is not eight of eight easily because uh, because you, you you look at you look around the roster and, and San Francisco has an excellent roster defensively and especially uh, up front in terms of their front seven and my guys Nick Bosa and Fred Warner who are two perennial candidates for defensive player of the year and. Yeah, and both of them were first team all pros uh, a year ago. Uh, year ago, al- alongside safety uh, Talanola Hufanga, uh, who, uh, who was awesome last year, uh, who who stepped up big time in in the second half, who who, who stepped up uh, in the playoffs against Seattle and Dallas in those games. Uh, I I think that their their interior interior defensive line is very deep. I love the Javon Hargrave signing to to bolster their defense, um, and then of course uh, Nick uh, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner with with the linebackers along with D Greenlaw who who is a star uh, himself. But I think if if there are any questions with the San Francisco defense, it, it is probably their their secondary. If you take out Hufanga, I I because because they, they they did lose um, some valuable pieces in free agency. They lost Emmanuel Mosley. He's now with the Lions. Uh, he lost they lost Jimmy Ward, who's now with the Houston Texans. So so I uh, Houston Texans. But but the question for me with San Francisco. Uh, is is what's the coaching going to be like? Because over the last four years, 
And that they, they had Robert Sala, who's now coaching the Jets. That they had D'Amico Ryans, who's now coaching the Texans. And, and, and now it's Steve Wilkes who is going to be running that defense uh, this season. So is the so how is the coaching going to uh, to hold up? So I think that that's a big question in my mind when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers. So so so, so that's where I, I see it from a 49ers perspective. Yeah, how about Seattle? Now, I I I think they 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 made a couple of outstanding moves uh, in in the offseason to address some of their issues on defense, and and I think the number one thing is the linebacker position, and 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 they get Bobby Wagner back from from the Rams, so the Rams had a huge salary cap cliff, and and they couldn't afford to keep Bobby Wagner any longer to be uh, because they needed to resign their jet class. So Bobby Wagner stays in the division, goes back to Seattle, pairs up with Jordan Brooks, who is an elite tackler, and. And and I think it's it's going to be uh, going to be fun watching that linebacker duo um, play together under under Clint Hurts' direction. Um, so I, and in terms of the secondary, that they they drafted Devon Witherspoon with the fifth overall pick in in the NFL draft. He was the second defensive player taken in the draft behind Will Anderson, and of course the three quarterbacks. Um, who went to Carolina, Houston, and Indianapolis, respectively? Uh, and Devin Witherspoon is going is going to be a star, in my opinion. Devin uh, Witherspoon uh, was co- was coached up at Illinois by my guy Brett Belima. Uh, he he knows how how to coach up uh, defensive players, and and I think Witherspoon is is going to ha- is going to be uh, in, in in he's going to be in, in the um, on the short list of guys who I will consider. For defensive rookie of the year, he 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 is that talented and is that special of a of a of a player, and I think he he's gonna be excellent uh with in that defense. Now, now here comes the bad parts, and we're we're gonna do the Rams first because and because because if if you look at the Rams, Aaron Donald is an absolute legend and. In my mind, he is one of the five, six, or seven greatest defensive players in the history of the NFL. The problem with the Rams is there is very little depth, and there there's not much else when it comes to the defense because because that and also think for example, I have guys here who are, who are, who are who the Rams lost in free agency because that they couldn't afford to sign everybody. Now, uh, in, ter- in terms in terms of the salary cap, uh, do, do should the Rams regret it? Absolutely not, because uh, because they won a Super Bowl with that group. But the, the, but the, but there's no Leonard Floyd, there's no Bobby Wagner at the linebacker position, there's no Ashard Robinson, there's no Greg Gaines up front, that no Nick Scott, Taylor Rapp, the safety who's now with the Buffalo Bills, Jalen Ramsey was traded to the Miami Dolphins as a salary dump. So I, I, I think uh, I think the Rams that there, there is a real possibility that uh, that, that they, they're one of the worst uh, going to be one of the worst defensive units 
in the NFL. And I, and I don't know uh, how, how Raheem Morris is going to coach them up. But if this Rams defense becomes somewhat competent, I think you, you're going to look at Raheem, Mo, Raheem Morris as a head coach again in the National Football League. And, and then in my mind, the worst defense of the National Football League is in that division, and that's the Arizona Cardinals. And, and, and similar to what the Rams have, there, there is one great player on that defense, and that's Buda Baker, the, the talented safety. And, and Buda Baker is going to be in a, in a lot of trade conversations, in, in my mind, coming up. In in with with the trade deadline um, after week eight because I was be, uh, because if if you look if you look around the defense it is young it is it, it is inexperienced there there's uh, not not much in the way of talent o o over there and and that and that's a huge mess that Monty Austin for is, is going to have to clean up and it's not going to be easy for the Cardinals to uh, to uh, to clean clean this up. But because they have all this money tied up to Kyler Murray and his and his uh, ridiculous contract extension, it kicks in at the, at the start of next year. But so, but by you, but they they drafted B.J. Ojolari in the second round. He he's going to be a starter, and then and then and then there's a uh, there's going to be some guys who 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 are going to wind up on practice squads throughout the course of the season. Uh, when, when, when you look at it from, from the perspective of the Cardinals and and the Cardinals, uh, if, if they're smart, they'll find a way to to get themselves in the mix in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Uh, no, the number six uh, best best division in the NFL based on their defenses. In, in, in my mind, it's the AFC South, and and, and I think it's a fascinating group um, of, of of the of defensive teams. And, and and I and I think the best defensive group of them all. So it, it, there there's there's still some issues with with it because uh, issues with all of them, but I I think the Colts are still the best defensive team in the in 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 that division uh, because I I think you look at DeForest Buckner you look at Shaq Leonard who is uh, who is one of the top ten linebackers in my opinion in the National Football League. Uh, and, and the the interior defensive line as a whole, uh, not not just to force Buckner, uh, uh in, in in this book because because you're you're looking at Grover Stewart, you're looking at Taven Bryan, you're looking at Eric Johnson. So I I think I think that that that's a rather deep group, uh, of of def of interior defensive linemen. So I I just think the Colts are going to need more from Quiddy Pay in year three, um, out of Michigan. And, and but then you look at the secondary and uh, the the Colts are strong up front, which which I think which I appreciate. But I I just think the Colts secondary is going to have a lot of problems this year. I mean I, because I I think there there are uh, they're weak. I think they're, uh, they're, it's going to be one of the worst secondaries, if not the worst secondary in the AFC. As um when you when you look at the uh, the lack of talent and the lack of speed coming out of those positions, so but it it's still not great. But I think the Colts are the be uh, have the best defense in in the uh, in the division, um a bar a bar none. But 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 we'll see that. But but uh, but th but those um deficiencies 
in, in the back uh, in in the back seven have to do with the loss of free agents and and Bobby Okereke going to the Giants. We'll get into I'll get into his role with the Giants a little bit on this podcast. And they also lost uh, the former Defensive Player of the Year, Stephon Gilmore, um, to the Dallas Cowboys uh, in in a trade. So. So two brutal losses uh, for Chris Ballard's comp- and company, and, and 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 Gus Bradley has uh, uh, has a lot of work to do in training camp uh, with, uh, to get get this built back up. So, so so now we go to the Houston Texans and and and, and I and I think there 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 are are there are a couple a few things where I I think the Texans defense can be strong and no, no, number one I think it's the fact that uh, D'Amico Ryan is is going to help out with, with his defensive background Matt Burke is going to be the defensive coordinator for the Texans and and, and, I, and I think that they they have some some pre, some pretty uh, some some good some good pieces uh, th- throughout the course uh, of that de- defense you look at um so that they you look at Jimmy Ward you look at Denzel Perryman that they they traded up and drafted Will Anderson. I I think that that's a very risky proposition for for what the Texans gave up to the Arizona Cardinals in that trade. But so but but a lot they think Will Anderson is going to be a generational talent. We'll see if they're right on that. And so that they, so that they they were able to keep Malik Collins up front on that defense. They paired him up with former Jet Sheldon Rankins. I I think that's a that's a a, a solid group over there. So the linebackers, they have Christian Kirksey and Denzel Perryman. Perryman comes over from the Raiders. Um, Derek Stingley Jr. Uh, so he 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 turned in a solid rookie season, especially in, in the second half of that season. So I think he, he I, I think he he's primed for, uh, for 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 a strong uh strong year two. Uh, again, accustomed to the NFL, if if he. As long as he doesn't get hurt in training camp, I think he's gonna go in. As, he will go in as the top corner on this roster. And and, and then in terms in terms of the linebacker, uh, in terms of, of 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 the linebackers, that they, they they brought in a Corey Littleton from the from the Panthers, I believe. Um, said that they brought in. Um, uh, they they brought in Shaq Griffin as well to help out their defense. So I I think the Texans uh, have a, have a solid defense. Um, it's a, a, up their nose here for um for for this upcoming season. And now now how about the Jacksonville Jaguars and and, and I I and and I think the Jaguars are going to be an interesting case study uh, with, with their defense because. I, I don't think there is a serious strength when it comes to Jacksonville's defense, nor do I think there's a glaring weakness uh, on, on the starting roster because uh, because if, if you look at what the Jaguars have done over the last four, four or five years trying to reconstruct that defense, and say so it, did, it did take some false starts, I, I think, because uh, um, it's... Because a couple of their first round picks didn't didn't fare out, but but they're going to put a a lot of a lot of faith in in their edge rusher group in, in Joshua Allen and and Trayvon Walker who Trayvon Walker was the number one overall pick in last year's draft. Um, that the, the linebackers I think are, I think are solid uh, with with Foyer Olukun and Devin Lloyd. 
Um, so I, I really like Darius Williams being a cornerback too uh, on this Jacksonville roster. I think I think yeah, he 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 can do a lot of things when he doesn't have to cover the the other team's best receiver. And and, and then then the safety position led by Andre Cisco. I I I I think that they're they're gonna hold up fine. And I think Jacksonville down the stretch. Uh, play pretty well defensively, which is why I I think it was it was a a loss in the shuffle reason why they were able to come back and win the division. So, but Mike Caldwell is going to coach up that defense, and I think it's it's going to be fine. Uh, and, and and I don't see an issue with it because which is which is a reason why I'm going to pick the Jaguars to repeat as AFC South champions um, unless something go unless something uh, drastic happens between now and the start of the NFL season when I mark the tape on everything right after Labor Day and and then then there is the Tennessee Titans and and their their defensive line. Uh, I I think it's it's gonna be where I think that they they're gonna have to uh to win games because Je- Jeffrey Simmons uh, is is coming off a year where he where he was second team All Pro at the interior defensive line position, and 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 he is a stud. He he uh, he, he got paid, he got shown the money uh, this off season with a lengthy with a lengthy contract extension, and I think he's worth every single penny for that defense. Uh, I think other keys are, um, is is Danico Autry, uh, 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 coming in to help help out the edge rushing unit, help out Harold Landry. I think the linebacker position is improved with the, it's with the addition of of, of Aziz uh, Al Shahir, and and then you, you I think the the cornerback group I think is going to be is is going to be underrated. Throughout the course of the season, I think bringing in Sean Murphy Bunting, who is as good a slot corner as anybody in the NFL, and I think that I think that 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 that's a good 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 way to equip your team to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in a game where where you where you can, you can have uh, Christian Kirk or Calvin or Calvin Ridley coming off the slot. Sean Murphy Bunting is a re- is a really good uh, a play a, re- a really good player to neutralize. Such an advantage. He comes. He comes over from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in free agency. Ke- Kevin Byard is is a t- is one of the best safeties in the National Football League. Uh, he, uh, he he is maybe number three or number four uh, on my rankings in ter- in terms of best safeties in the league going into uh, the, this upcoming NFL season. But, but so but the, the, there there are still some weaknesses uh, uh, across the division. I think. Um, you look at the the Texans' the interior defensive line. You look at the the Colts' secondary. You look at the Titans uh, when it comes to when it comes to the linebacker position. And, and I think th- those are places where I think uh, not having enough uh, enough depth and and enough A plus players is going to put the AFC South at number six on my rankings for best defensive teams. In, in the national uh, in the national football league so, so, so now we come to number five and and, and, and this was, this was kind of a tricky one in, in my opinion it's about, about I'm I'm gonna choose the AFC South uh, and the NFC South uh, at number five ranking here and uh, I I think that uh, and I think that there are a, a lot of different uh, ways you can go about this. But I, I I think I'm going to start 
uh, my NFC South discussions with the New Orleans Saints because uh, because I I I think that the the, the Saints up front are, are are not great as as um, especially uh, when they haven't been able to to retain some of their depth there. But 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 I I think the Saints defense is is made. Well, with with the back seven of their defense, I'm talking about their linebackers with Demario Davis and Pete Werner. De Demario Davis was a second team All Pro last year, uh, if, uh, it, it, from the AP writers. Uh, they still have Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, they have uh, Paulson uh, uh, Paulson Adebo, Bradley Roby. I think going to be the starting corners. And then, in terms of the secondary uh, safety position, they have Marcus May and Tyron Matthew, which is an excellent duo of starting safeties uh, for the New Orleans Saints. Now, it's a, now again, it's a factor of the Saints staying healthy. I think that's going to be the key here for for New Orleans as they go into the 2023 NFL season and make and making sure they're healthy, so so they can be the team to beat in the NFC South for this upcoming season. I, I I I took a look at, at the Falcons' defense a uh, time and time again, I, I, and I and I think and I think looking at the rosters and I, and I think looking at, at at how they brought everybody in, I think the Falcons have have a chance to surprise some people this year. So I'll be, I'll be, because because I think their defense is better than than, than how I, they're much better actually. Uh, th th than what I initially viewed when I when I looked at the uh, when I didn't look at the roster a few days ago, because if 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 you look up front, you you got Grady Jarrett who 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 is uh, who is really really so good at what he does. Of course, last year he's mo mo most remembered for being robbed on that dumb roughing the passer penalty uh, uh, when he went up against Tom Brady, and I think we know why the NFL did that. But I digress. But but the, 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 they're gonna have six new starters this year, uh, 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 on the defense. And I'm looking at uh, Calais Campbell coming in from Baltimore, future Hall of Famer. Uh, David Animanta coming in from uh, from New Orleans, staying in the division. Bud Dupree coming in from Tennessee. Jeff Okuda, Mike Hughes, uh, corner corners two and three. Um, Jesse Bates coming in to, to be the strong safety. He, Jesse Bates is a star, and he's really good at what he does. So, I, so I think the Falcons have beat, beefed up considerably when you, when you look at the defense. Also, to, to mention, AJ Terrell is the cornerback one, and I think Jeff Okuda taking a cornerback two assignment, I, I think makes a lot of sense for him, given that that he that he floundered. Uh, at the cornerback one role when he was with the Lions, and he never had, he never had a fair chance uh, with the with the uh, with the Lions and 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 Bob Quinn uh, fool, foolishly uh, uh, to taking a corner of three when 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 both when both he, he himself and Matt Patricia were up for their jobs. So so I I think he's he's gonna he's gonna succeed. Uh, he's going to succeed with the Atlanta Falcons under Ryan Nielsen, the defensive coordinator there. And, and I think the Carolina Panthers, uh, too, I, I think uh, have a strong defense. And, and I think it's better than, than people think. And, 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 and I think the, the, the fascinating thing about, about the Panthers is, uh, 
I think they have the best defensive player you've never heard of. And and that and that's linebacker Frankie Luvu, who had 111 tackles last year, and inc- included 19 for losses. And and, and Fra- Frankie Luvu is, is an elite tackler, and, and, he, and he's really good at what he does. And, and he's a perfect complement to, to Shaq Thompson at the linebacker position. Um, uh, for uh, for um, the Carolina Panthers, who are going to be coached uh, by Hiro Evero, you know, who, who who of course was the Broncos' defensive coordinator last year, Sam, but but left to take the Panthers' job. Although although n- none of the Broncos' failures were by any means his fault, though. But so I think that's going to be a plus there. Said so, uh, I the, the 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 linebackers, of course, are elite. The interior defensive line, Derek Brown. Uh, you you gotta like him, but uh, Brian Burns and Yuter Gos Matos are are gonna be the edge rushers. I think you, you you're gonna need more from Yuter Gos Matos, um, for this upcoming season, and, and and then the safety group with with Jeremy Chin and and Von Bell. I think that that that's gonna be a fu- a fun tandem, uh, f- for the Panthers and 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 th- th- this looks like a defense in my mind. That uh, that can that can take the Panthers to the playoffs. So I so I think it's gonna be a, a f- fun watching the Panthers defense. Of course, you got new head coach and uh, with uh, Frank Reich, new quarterback and and Bryce Young. But 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 we'll we'll, we'll get into all get into all those storylines so l- l- later this summer leading into the NFL season about the coaches and the quarterbacks and the rookie of the year conversations. In, in the National Football League, and 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 then there is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who is uh, who, uh, up front st- st- still not bad. They 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 brought in Greg Gaines to pair up, to pair up with a with a monster up front in Vita Vea. Uh, they still have Shaq Barrett. They still have Levante David. They still have uh, Devin White. They still have Carlton Davis. They still have Antoine Winfield. But but I I think the I I by if the Buccaneers are going to are going to, are going to shock the world and make the playoffs in the first year post Tom Brady that they're all going to need to stay healthy and they're all going to they they will all need to have big seasons uh or, or else or else some of them will be out of the jobs and so will Tom Bowles so 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 that so that's the NFC South and you are listening to. Uh, the Hooked On Sports uh, annual special of ranking the NFL divisions based on their defense is special. We we, we do that every year to uh, to kickstart the NFL uh, the twenty twenty three uh, the NFL season. So, so so now we continue on with number four, and and that's the Denver Broncos uh and, and the AFC West and and I think the Broncos are in my opinion the best defense in that division. Uh, I mean, and it because and it, the, you still have a, a lot of uh, excellent pieces up front. They brought in Frank Clark, who co- co- comes over from Kansas City. They were able to bring back Alex Singleton. They were able to bring back Kareem Jackson. So they they have two defensive backs who were named to the All Pro teams last year. Uh, Patrick Sertan was the was first team All Pro corner, and then Justin Simmons was the was was the second team All Pro. At, at the safety position, uh, and then then you you still have Randy Gregory, you still have Josie Jewell at the linebacker position. 
so 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 I so I think overall, especially when you look at their secondary, uh, I I think it's excellent and above average. Now the the question with the, the big questions for. Uh, for the Broncos and, and Vance Joseph is is is, is can, can they get enough speed uh, f from their edge rusher group because Frank Clark is getting there in age and Randy Gregory is getting there in age so 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 how so the question is how will they be able to go after the quarterback I I think that remains to be seen here from a uh, for De for Denver Broncos perspective. It's a, it's a, the, the the second best defense in my mind in the, in the division is the Chargers and uh, and, and and I think the, the big question with the Chargers is the same question we we've asked each of the last four or five years is can they stay healthy and and when when healthy that they they are as deep and dominant as and star studded a group. As there is in the National Football League, and and we and we we saw some of that. Derwin James was named Second Team All Pro. Uh, they, they and they have an outstanding pass rusher duo with Joey Bosa and with uh, Khalil Mack. You know, uh, b b both are going to be uh, both are are so good at what the, what they do. So uh, up front, Sebastian Joseph Day. Um, is yeah you know, the the cornerback group with with J C Jackson coming over from the Patriots, Asante Samuel Jr. I think he's a stud as well. So so, so I so I think uh, the linebacker group is better in my opinion with Eric Kendricks as the as the linebacker one. And so but 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 can they stay healthy? I think that's going to be the key to the season for for the Chargers. But if you're a Chargers fan, you know in your heart that so something's going to go wrong because. It's only the Chargers. Now, how about the Kansas City Chiefs defense and 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 and, and the for and I think the defending Super Bowl champions are are, are going to have a uh, going to have a similar outlook on defense as to what it was last year. Except, I I, I think they uh, I think they are uh, there are places where they are improving. I think when you look at George Karlaftis, when you look at L. Jarius Sneed, Trent McDuffie. As a, b b both of their first round picks last year are are are, are going to be week one starters on defense with with Carl Aftis and McDuffie and and bo both came out big in the postseason with Carl Aftis going uh, going up to the quarterback and, and, and they but then they also bring in the, the the best player on that defense in Chris Jones who was first team All Pro um, uh, interior defensive lineman. So, so it's gonna it's gonna be a, a fun watch for the uh, f uh for the Kansas City Chiefs on those fronts, and they also brought in Du Tranquil uh to to bolster their front seven. So it it, it should should be a it should be a, a fun joyride for uh, for the Chiefs when when it comes to a defense that that should be better uh, in terms of an outlook for, uh, compared to what it was last year. And then there's the Raiders. I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 I look at uh, the the rankings here, and and I, I just don't see much, uh, much in terms of the interior defensive line. I don't see anything in terms of the secondary. I, I, I think the edge rusher group, I think, is the strongest with Max Crosby and, and Chandler Jones being the two stars of that defense. So by 
that there there is really nothing to write home about with with the writers. I think their linebacker core is the worst in the AFC. I think their secondary is the worst in the AFC, and I and I think up front in the interior defense, I think I think they're the worst of the NFL, and I think they're gonna have so many problems stopping the run uh, with, with 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 this type of defense. No, no, number three, in my opinion, uh, the number three uh, ranked division based on their defenses is the NFC East. And, and I think it's the best of, of all the NFC divisions. And, 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 I, and I think that there are, uh, there are uh, s some things to, to be considered for, uh, for everything. But, but I, I'm going to uh, start my discussions with the NFC East with the Dallas Cowboys because... I, I I think the Eagles have a lot of advantages over the Cowboys. I think you I think the co the the coaching we'll we'll see about how the coordinators hold up, but it's but in terms of the quarterback, in terms of the offensive line, in terms of the receivers, I think the Cowboys have the better defense than the Philadelphia Eagles going into the season. And 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 and, and it's, it's it's not me putting uh, putting put on. Uh, uh, putting on the me it's uh, the mental Rolodex here, but 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 when you look at 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 the at, at at all the areas of the defense, I think the Cowboys are gonna are gonna have a lot of success defensively. Right, uh, they're, they're being able to keep Dan Quinn for that defense is a gigantic deal. I and, and I and I think you know with with all with all those things in mind. I, I think the uh, the Cowboys um, are are going to be great and and and, and why I think Dallas e even though I, they don't have the quarterback I think that that can take them to the Super Bowl but I think at the very least uh, I, they're going to be one of the three or four best teams in the NFC and I think the defense has a lot to do with it and and, and looking at Micah Parsons I'm looking at Demarcus Lawrence and looking at Leighton Vanderesh I love the Stephon Gilmore pickup he he he's going to be one of the best cornerback twos in the National Football League I uh, pairing him up with Trayvon Diggs was such a genius move. By Jerry and Stephen Jones, so the the safety group with with Jaron Curse and Donovan Wilson, in my opinion, is strong. I I think I think the linebacking crew is is aging, and I think I think in terms of the interior defensive line, you're gonna need something from 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 Mazi Smith, the 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 star defensive interior guy from Michigan, who the Cowboys took with the 26th overall pick. Um, but 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 nonetheless, I think the Cowboys are are, are the best defense, uh, in in the NFC East. Uh, and and I think they're ahead of the Philadelphia Eagles now. So the the Eagles lost a lot of players due due to free agency because I because I think the Eagles were gearing up to pay Jalen Hurts the the big bucks and keep their quarterback for the foreseeable future, but. I, around Fletcher Cox, you have two Georgia Bulldogs and Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis. Um, Hassan Reddick was second team All Pro uh, in in the in the uh, in the edge rusher department last year. Uh, then Nicole Dean is going to take over uh, for uh, for T.G. Edwards as a starting linebacker. Uh, they they still have their their um their their outstanding secondary group with. 
with Darius Slay, James Bradbury, Avante Maddox as, as a slot corner. Um, um, but but their their safety group is is not so deep, and I think that that could, that could be something. So that that the Cowboys or 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 the Giants can expose uh, w w w with with speed behind them. Uh, with with how they are constructed, so I, I so I think the Eagles are 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 very strong up front, but I think there are still some questions that remain, especially with their linebacker position, and I think in terms of their safe in terms of the safety position, uh, going forward here. The, 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 then we're gonna look at the Washington Commanders, who are I'm gonna make a. Maybe a weakness to point out for Washington is is their linebacker unit because I think uh, because Shaman Davis ha has come up a little bit short of first round expectations for Washington, but 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 I, I think you look at uh, their defensive line. They have four first round picks um, up front with Chase Young, Amonta Sweat, and Darren Payne and Jonathan Allen. I think th I think th those that that that's a, a very disruptive group up front. And and then the secondary I think is is going to be really strong as well when you look at uh, Kendall Fuller when you look at Cameron Curl I I think I think they're going to be in the middle of the pack though the, uh, with with their secondary so I think so, so I think against the inferior teams against the teams that don't have speed I I, I think they're going to be um, I think they're going to be um, uh, are, are, are are going to be in the middle of the pack on that. And so, so, so with that, we we now come to the Giants. Now, I still think the Giants' defense is the worst in the division. But did did, did they get better? Of course they did. I I, I really like what what they what they were able to do with extending Dexter Lawrence. He was second team All Pro on in the interior. I I think the Giants have the best interior defensive line group in the National Football League, and I also think they have the deepest. So, so, so I think that that so so you can talk about Daniel Jones, you can talk about Saquon Barkley. So, but, but that interior defensive line, uh, and especially with their with their uh, with uh, if they can stop the run, well, which, which, which what they designed their offseason plans around, I I think that that's going to be a huge uh, that's going to be the strength of the team, especially uh, if they're able to stop the run and disrupt the quarterback. Uh, but both at once, and I think the edge rusher group is on the rise. You look at Kayvon Thibodeau, year two with him. Year number three of Aziz Ojolari. Um, the the the, line, the linebackers, I think, you know, bringing in Bobby Okereke, who who uh, who is a so uh, who, who who filled in a big big weakness for the Giants. Uh, the Giants couldn't stop the run. At that, they had they had so many problems. Of stopping the run last year, and that was because they weren't equipped at the linebacker position. And, and, and I think I think the, they they know they're going to need another off season to, to be able to, to do that. And I think uh, I think they designed this around around the Wink Martindale scheme. Uh, their their cornerback group, group is a little bit deeper because they they traded up one spot to draft Deontay Banks with the twenty fourth pick in the draft. And it's, and in terms of in terms of their secondary group, they're, they're going to need more than than Xavier McKinney to show up uh, if the Giants are going to be a successful unit uh, defensively and, and get back to the playoffs. I, I I think that that that's the big concern here for the Giants uh, if, as they try to to shock the world again and make the playoffs for the second straight year. 
The number two division based on their defenses going into the season is the AFC North. And I look at the Steelers and the Browns defenses as as the ones to watch and 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 you you have Minka Fitzpatrick who who of course is 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 is, is the elite safety uh for the Steelers who who's uh who is outstanding um the, the interior defensive line with Cameron Hayward Larry Ogunjobi uh, is good TJ Watt is is still there and and T, and TG Watt still made some impacts despite having despite having having an injury plate season last year. So so that 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 was great great stuff over there. The the, the linebacking crew I think could could be a bit of a weak spot especially uh, after losing Devin Bush. Uh, the the cornerback group is is it could could be exposed with with lack of speed now. Bringing in Patrick Peterson what was a no brainer. Uh, in, in my mind, but uh, uh, but but how how will this uh, to translate into into success? That's gonna be a question to be seen there. But 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 Steelers year two under Terrell Austin coaching up that defense and Mike Tomlin as well. I I, I think the Steelers are gonna are gonna be great there. And, and now, but now the Cleveland Browns and and I think the first thing I I, I notice is what they were able to do to surround Miles Garrett with the requisite talent uh, that he needs to be a great player and and J- Jim Schwartz is going to be the new defensive coordinator said that said that they they that that they brought in Zadarius Smith to be a, to be uh, to be his be his opposite partner and I love that what the Cleveland Browns did and uh, to Pair that up with a great secondary, and uh, which I think is excellent. When you look at uh, Denzel Ward, when you look at Greg Newsom, when you look at Grant Delpit, I I think you have some really uh, some excellent impact pieces there, and and, th- and then up front you you have uh, you have Dalvin Tomlinson uh, up up front as well. So I think that that that's a a, a great a great way to. Uh, to to take some attention away from Miles Garrett, so he can go after the quarterback, and 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 I think because of that, I think Miles Garrett, who who has been lost in the shuffle, uh, over the last couple of years because of the Browns' dysfunction and and the Browns' lack of organizational accountability, with with Jim Schwartz there or there at defense, I think Miles Garrett has an excellent opportunity. Uh, to win Defensive Player of the Year, uh, he, he is that talented. He is that special. He is that gen- uh, special of a generational uh, player, and, and, and I think it's time for Miles Garrett to uh, to, uh, to, to to do something special here and and be part of a defense that could take the Browns to the playoffs in 2023. Now, now how about the Cincinnati Bengals? And I I think now I think there's there's a little bit of cause for concern here when you look at the Bengals because. Uh, because the the first thing you notice, uh, when when you when you go from the roster from last year's to this year's, is is that is that Jesse Bates and Von Bell are not walking through through that door, um, uh, next couple of weeks when training camp opens. So so that that that's gonna be a major question mark for the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, with with Daxton Hill and Nick Scott. 
as the as the starting uh, as the starters of the safety position. Now, I, I really like the cornerback position uh, for the Bengals. When you look at when you look at the depth, when you look at Mike Hilton, when you look at Chidobe Awuzie, um up up front with B.J. Hill, D.J. Reader, Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson, Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt. That 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 that's an excellent group of, of defensive players uh, in their front seven. It, 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 are, are, are they going to expose the safety position time and time again? I think time is going to tell there. And, and then I think the fourth-ranked defense in, in that division is the Baltimore Ravens. And so, and there's really not much to write home about when, when you look at, at the, uh, up front of the defensive line. I mean, the edge rushers, Tyus Bowser and, and Adolfo Owe, I mean, eh, it doesn't... Uh, uh, it, it's not ringing the bell that that, that, that I need to uh, to be heard for, for for me to to have that as a great group. But but Roquan Smith coming off for a first team All Pro season last year at the linebacker position for the Baltimore Ravens deserved every single penny uh, of of that contract extension. I love the trade uh, mid season coming over from Chicago. Marlon Humphrey is there. Marcus Williams, Kyle Hamilton is an is an elite duo of corners. But I I think there's a uh, there's a question some questions up front and going into the quarterback that need to be considered here when you look in, when you look at it from the perspective of the Baltimore Ravens, which leads us to uh, the, the the best division in the NFL uh, well, solely on their defenses. And that's the AFC East. And in the in the AFC East, you you can make a legit argument that all four defenses can finish in the top ten of the National Football League that this year. That 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 that's how that's how loaded, that's how deep, that's how special the the uh, the, the these groups are because uh, you, you you have future Hall of Famers, you have so you have rising stars. You still have the single greatest head coach in the history of the NFL coaching up a defense, um, a, a defense without much in the way of weakness. So, I, I, so I think you you look at at this uh, one to four and, and say it's the best. And I think we're going to start with a three-time defending uh, AFC East champion Buffalo Bills because Ed Oliver, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller is going to be back in the in the equation after tearing his ACL, and you you can make the argument that. Von Miller to, uh, uh, getting hurt uh, mid-season last year uh, was the thing that derailed the Bills' chances of going to the Super Bowl because they, because they, they had nothing on the Bengals' uh, um, off- makeshift offensive line in the playoffs last year. And 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 then and and that and that lack of an extra pass rusher really doomed the Bills at the end. And elsewhere, Matt Milano, a well-deserved contract extension, first team all pro at the linebacker position. Tre'Davious White is back as a as a cornerback one. And 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 their safety tandem of Micah Hyde and. And Jordan Poyer it is the best in the National Football League, so so I it's it's gonna be uh, gonna be fun watching watch them thrive from uh, f- f- from there, and and of course the Bills will still will have to find a way to uh, to replicate uh, replace the, the uh, to replace um, 
It's yeah, Tremaine Edmonds, who is now gone and off to off to Chicago with with that, so with, with that defensive front here. So, but but with but with all respects to the Buffalo Bills, I think their defense is is going to be excellent this year, for uh, for the Bills and 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 Sean McDermott is going to be coaching up that defense with Leslie Frazier not walking through that door this year, and I and I, and I tend to like that because Sean McDermott coaching up his defenses in Carolina got him the Bills job in the first place, so so I so I think it's going to be fascinating to, to see if he if he's going to. Uh, uh, to, uh, to change anything from Leslie Frazier's defense that worked so well over the last three or four years with the Buffalo Bills. That that then here's the Miami Dolphins, and, and the Dolphins are loaded with star power, and 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 and, I, and, and it's really a, a one to eleven thing for the Miami Dolphins up front. You got my guy Christian Wilkins. Um, in in the interior, in the edge rushers, you've got Bradley Chubb. You got uh, you got um. Emmanuel Ogba, you got Jalen Phillips, Jerome Baker, David Long. The, 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 that's an outstanding a linebacker group, and you can you, to do you can argue they are two of the top twenty-five linebackers in the National Football League. You, you can also make an argument they have two of the top twenty corners in the NFL when you look at Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey, who the, the, the latter who they acquired in, in a in a in one of the blockbuster trades of the offseason. And, and and then up front, uh, then the secondary. I think uh, Javon Howard and Deshaun Elliott are are going to be fine there, and 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 bringing in Vic Fangio to coach up that secondary is, is going to be scare a scary thought for for opposing offenses. So, the I think the Dolphins are, are I I think they're going to be in for an, another big year, uh, for uh, maybe get back to the playoffs. In, in in the in the NFC in, in the AFC, and and then there's the Jets, and I think the Jets are 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 an excellent group up front, and that they bring back three players who are, who were who were named to All Pro teams last year. Uh, Quinn Williams and Sauce Gardner were first team All Pros at their uh, defensive tackle and uh, and and cornerback position. Uh, Sauce Gardner was the defensive rookie of the year last year. As C.J. Mosley, the linebacker, was second-team All-Pro. It's amazing to see what he was like when he could stay healthy. Something he wasn't able to do um, it, during during his time there. Um, so I, I think the safety group is is average. I, I think bringing in Adrian Amos, I think, is, is going to ha- helps out with the depth uh, of, of that secondary. And the edge rushers, they have John Franklin Myers and Carl Lawson. I think that that's a deep group uh, group. Of, of of edge rushers, and, and and then the question is, will will there be enough depth uh, up front to supplement Quinn and Williams in ter- in terms of stopping the run and going, uh, uh, which was what what the Jets thrived in so much last year, and and, and then this leads to, uh, to the last defense we will discuss on this podcast today, the New England Patriots. Now, that the, the, there isn't that that one uh, elite player. On, on the Patriots defense, but so but 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 here here are the projected starters of the defense. You look at uh, D- Devin Godshow, Christian Barmore, Lawrence Guy, Matthew Judon, Dietrich Wise as the edge rushers. Uh, Juwan Bentley, who was who signed a contract extension this offseason. Uh, Jelani Tavai, Jonathan Jones, uh, Christian Gonzalez, Miles Bryant, 
Christian Gonzalez was was, uh, was the Patriots' first round pick uh, uh, th th this season, and they, they they traded down three spots, and they still got the guy they wanted to to, to bolster that uh, that secondary. Kyle Duggar and Adrian Phillips uh, are the safety tandems, and 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 uh, uh, while uh, while the, none, none of those stand out, none none of those groups, uh, none of those components are are weak either. So I I think this is this is a, a a season where I think the Patriots, if they can get something out of Mac Jones, uh, and get something out of that offense, I think that they're gonna with Bill Belichick. I think they're going to be in a lot of discussions this year to go to the playoffs this year as a stunner in the AFC. But they have the toughest schedule by far, in my opinion, in the National Football League going into this upcoming season. And so with that, that's going to do it for this edition of Hooked on Sports. Uh, we're going to keep, we're going to start diving deeper into the NFL season throughout the course of the next couple of months leading into the NFL season. But, but, but until then, this is Sean Flynn saying so long and we'll be back here on the podcast next week. Have a wonderful week, everybody. So long.